Hey, 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 gang. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Black and Animated Podcast. Oh, uh, my God! <laughs> I'm Waymond. I'm Bree. And today... We're apple and cheese. <laughs> apple and cheese? I don't know. That sounds not super great, actually. No. Apples and cheese doesn't sound very good. I feel like there's some vegan recipe that calls for apples and well, like maybe cottage cheese. Yeah, like some not like what, what regular cheese, but what, like some type of fake cheese, you know. What is cottage cheese? Like, what, what is it? Oh, like it is ha- it some cheese? type of? I'm just, okay, it has maybe it's dairy. I'm thinking it's dairy. Yeah, some type of aged milk of some sort. Maybe. Yeah. Oh man, now I'm imagining <laughs> the texture. <laughs> all right, let's just all right. Everyone, imagine the texture of cottage cheese. The texture. Flavor. <laughs> Moistness. If you haven't seen it, everybody go watch the, the That's a 10 video of the old man. Stop what you're doing right now. No, keep playing the podcast, but go to Google. <laughs> go to, go, yeah, and, and watch that video. That's a 10. It's just the old man. Tasting Edie's ice cream? He's tasting, yeah, he's tasting ice cream. <laughs> and, he's ta- and he's just so happy to be here. He's, so he's excited for his job. Here. About tasting ice cream. All 9,000 flavors, he said? Uh, no, well, he said uh, let it <laughs> let it spread on 9,000 taste buds. 9,000 taste buds. And he smacks his tongue against his uh, roof of his mouth, so he's like... <laughs> 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 and he does it about 100 times. And he says that's a 10. <laughs> but it, it sounds awful the way you're explaining it. But it's actually... Ri- it's, the, it's one of the best 38 seconds of your life. Yes. But that's well, not why we're here today. Yeah, this, well, this is the black and uh, ice cream. <laughs> well, black and YouTube recommendations podcast. Uh, no, today we're here to talk about uh, iconic black voice actors in animation. Ah! <laughs> it's going to keep going. Ah! And it's kind of weird, like... There, there are a couple that always come to mind, mm-hmm. and then there's some people that you're like, oh yeah, they were that person, and then there are people who are like actor, actor, actors who do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but at least we were kind of discussing a little bit before, I was saying how doing a bit of like extra, like deep digging beyond my like brain knowledge, <laughs> it occurred to me that it was just, um, it was a lot of like actor actors doing that that are black doing roles Mm -hmm. but there is like a chunk of like black actual like voice actors like that work for sag and stuff that Mm -hmm. are doing stuff for animation like that's their like main focus that doesn't mean that they don't do like live action roles but voice acting for cartoons or video games is like their their main focus yeah like um and also i i feel like we should probably say like um screen or stage actors instead of actors actors because i feel like yeah screen or stage yeah if you're a voice actor you're still an actor (laughs) so like um like uh, a lot of yeah like you were saying voice actors uh that we've found or were thinking about had a lot of either they had a surplus of like screen stage acting Mm -hmm. and then some voice acting but then those the voice acting roles that they did were just like very uh recognized like very popular well-known um pieces um or they had like an even amount of like oh i on screen or like non-voice vocal work and then uh like half like a lot 
a vocal word, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like all of the all of the roles are like equivalent and like they're they're worth. I think mm-hmm. you know voice acting, stage acting, screen act, screen acting. Yes. But we're gonna talk about the voice acting for today. Yeah. And let's go back. Back. Back to the past. <laughs> and examine. <laughs> A voice uh-huh. actor that we all know and love, Mr. Phil Lamar. Oh, snap. Phil Lamar. He's here. Uh, hello, Phil. Hello, I'm Phil Lamar. Hi, I'm Phil Hi, Lamar. Hi, I'm Phil Lamar. Hello, I'm Phil Lamar. <laughs> 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 He's not actually here. <laughs> but what, what are you talking about, Bree? I'm right, I'm right here. I'm Phil Lamar. <laughs> Mr. Phil um, Lamar, can you tell us about that time you got shot in the back of the car and felt fiction? <laughs> Well, actually, that was one of my uh, <laughs> favorite performances. Even better than your <laughs> iconic roles in Samurai Jack. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Samurai Jack. Brilliant, brilliant role. Brilliant role. <laughs> but being shot in the back of the car in Pulp Fiction, one of my favorite. I mean, <laughs> the amount of of, of uh, skull candy that was spread across <laughs> the back of that seat. Spectacular. Can you say the amount of skull candy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, goodbye, Phil. He 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 had to he had to go. Um, he had to run for the Static Shock reboot. Yeah. Ooh, what? That'd be cool. Yeah, I wish that was happening. <laughs> but yeah, he also yeah he played a uh, Static Virgil in Static Shock. Static Virgil. Static Virgil. And also, he he always pops up in I mean he's various worked. roles, and yeah, he he's work he works. You you definitely no, I said wirt. He's wirt. Wait, what's wirt? I mean wilt. I keep doing that. I keep calling wilt <laughs> oh, wirt by wilt. accident. Yeah, he's wilt in a uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely in Craig of the Creek. He's he's the brother. Oh yes, there we go. I was like, I remember hearing his voice on this show. Who does he play? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Phil Lamar is uh, definitely a recognizable He's everywhere. voice. And everywhere. And a great vocal talent. Um, let's see. Uh, I feel like this episode is just going to be us like naming voice actors and then surface level talking about the things they worked on. I mean, e- e- even if that's the case, it's nice to kind of reminisce about old shows and like voice actors that we admire a lot. Mm-hmm. I almost met Phil Lamar, but every time I went by his booth, he wasn't there uh, at WonderCon this past year. <laughs> I mean, he seems like a really awesome guy. I yeah. follow him on Instagram, and he's like, hey, guys, I'm here. And I'm like, whoa, Phil Lamar, you're on my timeline. Yeah. Mm-mm. He And he's, like, very responsive, at least from what I've seen, to uh to fans that still adore Jack and, like, all his glory, basically. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's um one artist who works in the industry, actually. She's a character designer who draws a lot of um Samurai Jack kind of AU-type stuff. She's nice. got she's got this very interesting Samurai Jack Pocahontas AU going on right now. And she's made comics and stuff out of it. And her drawings are, like, amaz- amazing. And, um... <laughs> he, he follows her work and, um like comments on it and stuff and just like the response that he has to people who put a lot of love into the character of jack like there's been other stuff of like the whole <laughs> the... Wait, he seems to like shipping things yeah wait okay so i'm gonna i want to backtrack to, <laughs> to sam jack and pocahontas <laughs> hey, 
Hold on. Yes. <laughs> like, Disney's Pocahontas or kind of like she's doing her no, own? No, Disney's like, Pocahontas. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. I want to find this. This is really interesting. Yeah. This just piqued my interest. Yeah. Did I say she was a color stylist? I don't know if I did. Maybe I did say that. I, I don't think you did. Oh, did I say You said char- character designer. Okay, good. Because in my head, I, I went color stylist. I'm like, that's wrong. You just said character designer. That's <laughs> not what she does. She's character designer. Mm. Yeah. She's character designer. And... Do you remember her name? Uh, she's Ice Cry One on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, her artwork's really cool. I follow it, and Mr. Lamar follows her work too. And I've seen him also apparently have a good response to the Samurai Jack Johnny Bravo ship that went down a little while ago. Wait, what? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> when did this happen? Well, be- do you remember Toon City? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, With the laundry, bumps. yes. Okay. The laundry, because of that, people are like, oh, okay. Oh. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, sure. Jumps. <laughs> sure, why not? Why not? I love not? when fans make jumps. People make jumps. <laughs> uh, there'll be like one interaction is like, so they're together, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> he is a uh, well-known for his voice acting work, but also has a lot of like screen as well. Like um, we were talking about him being in Pulp Fiction. I think that's the screen role that he might be the most well-known for. Yeah. Because... <laughs> It's just kind of like a fun little Easter egg that that he's the guy that got shot in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. And if you're someone who's really into animation and you find that out later, later you're like, oh my god, John Travolta accidentally shot <laughs> Samurai Jack. <laughs> he was in an episode of a show I was watching last night. What? <laughs> Okay, I know it's not the Phil Lamar cast, but I was like, oh yeah, he was in an episode of a show I was watching last night. Like, oh, hey, it's Phil Lamar. Because I was animating, and I just heard his voice on the show, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, it's Phil Lamar. Um, but it was a live-action show mm-hmm. called Lucifer. It's on Netflix. Oh, is that the one with Idris Elba as the main dude? No. Oh, that's, oh, that's Luther. Gosh, Luther. my yeah. bad. I don't know TV shows. <laughs> Speaking of other black <laughs> actors, uh, let's go on down to Cree Summers. Never heard of her. Well, you see. No. <laughs> Susie Carmichael. Yes, like Super Waldo for Susie Carmichael. Uh, Inspector Gadget's Penny. Niece? Yeah, yeah, that was actually her first role, I think, ever. Like really? Her first acting role, yeah. Well, her voice sure. is just so unique and like distinct. Like it's really good for like little kids. Like mm-hmm. she plays a lot of like young kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was she was a kid when she played yeah, that. Yeah, kid. she was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she's a really good. Has a very good, distinct, uh, uh, kids voice. Uh, like it's like raspy mm-hmm. and well pitched mm-hmm. and very. But she can alter it too to like sound like like you know older. And yeah, whatnot. like uh, she played uh, number five and her older sister. Yeah, that I didn't know like, that. At I first. did not know that watching that <laughs> show. So and kids next door, uh, she plays her older sister. <laughs> uh, I mean, at number five and her older sister. And I remember learning. I go like, wait, what? Those are two different. I mean, those are the same actor. <laughs> Hold on, wow. She's also. I this this show's all it's it it this show's okay. 
And I, some Which people like it, but she's in Drawn Together as Foxy Love. Oh, yeah, Love. Foxy Love, yeah. Yeah, Foxy Love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it is a very outrageous show, if you ever heard of Drawn Together. It's kind of, it's very mature. Yeah. It's, very mature content. Very. <laughs> it was on Comedy Central, right? It was on Comedy Central. Right. Yeah. But I remember watching and liking I, the show yeah. to an extent. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I had really fun jokes, but it did go... Sometimes it would just go so out there. It's like, why it it is went this? some places that you're like, wait, you're why like, are we here? I like, I'm like, how did we get here? I'm like, what, thirteen? I shouldn't be watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, it's time for me to go. I put myself to bed. Oh my gosh. There was um, I think a video floating around on Facebook or Twitter mm. that I'm not quite sure who put it together or if it was from like a little docu series, mm. but there was a snippet of. Cree saying how um, when she played Susie Carmichael in The Rugrats, mm-hmm. she really wanted her to, you know, to be to sound like strong and be like smart and things like that. Yeah. And also so that way, because um, it's a big deal for like little brown girls to see that. And she wanted to like help help um, young black girls like, you know, see a, a character that looks like them and mm-hmm. be like, wow, you know, she's got hair like me and everything. And that was like a big deal to her, you know? Yeah. And that's just, like, really touching that she cares so much. Absolutely, yeah. I remember hearing her talk about that Mm -hmm. on a a podcast. Uh, I think it's called For All Nerds now. I think it used to be called, wait, what was it called? Ah, I can't remember the old, oh, Fan Bros. It used to be called Fan Fan Bros. Bros. Um, So, like, that might be what it's called if you ever want to see or listen to that interview. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but it's a great interview where she talks about the role she plays and like how she got into voice acting and acting in general and um, yeah. Wasn't she also like the popular girl's best friend, who's actually sort of the brains of like the Mean Girl operation and as told by Ginger? Yes. Okay. I forget her name, but yes. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've seen As Told by Ginger. Someone once told me. The grass. There's much green now on, on the, the other side. On Macy Grace again. They're exactly the same. When did Macy Gray get here? No, I'm not even going to try. But Macy Gray, I'm just doing it. <laughs> what do you mean you're doing impressions? Phil Lamar was here. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were just stopping by, you know? You were just stopping by. I just walk out the room and be like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Gotta be, 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 superhero. Static show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I'm He's not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we talk about Cree, and then there's also people like Regina King. Oh snap! Who are pretty well known for their voice acting roles. Mm-hmm. Although Regina King's uh, one of those interesting cases where she started off, and correct me if I'm wrong, as a screen theater or stage actor, I believe so. and then did voice acting roles. Yeah, I didn't even know she did a lot of voice acting 
until we were kind of doing more research in voice actors because I I was kind of making a list off the top of my head of voice black voice actors that I remember are like iconic in my head like oh yeah like these are people that people can like hear and all I'd be like oh hey it's uh, that person and um a lot of the people on my list were men mm-hmm. actually like Chris Summers is the only person that I wrote down on my list that was not male. So I was kind of like, all right, I need, like, who, let me research, like, female, black female voice actors. And that's why I was like, uh, I found Regina King and I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Huey and Riley. Yeah. She did both of them. She did both Huey and Riley Freeman on uh, Boondocks. And honestly, while you're watching it, you can't, you can't tell. It's the same thing with, like, with Creed. Yeah. You can't quite tell. Yeah. It's it's pretty uh, outstanding. Like I was I was watching a um uh like a mini doc um I guess from like a DVD from the show and they were kind of like highlighting Regina King. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, she plays both Huey and Riley and he shows her acting as Huey and then going into the voice of Riley. It's like those are like two completely different voices. Crazy. And I weren't they going to do like a different voice for one of them, but she just played both of them so well, like as kind of like a scratch track that they were like you know what just let her just let her do both yeah i think so yeah i think originally huey was a different person mm-hmm. and yeah she ended up like being both characters and for regina like before the boondocks even came out i think a lot of people can remember her from like early like 90s to like early 2000s kind of like black comedies mm-hmm. Um, most notably, I suppose, would be her playing Craig's sister in Friday. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people in general, or like a good chunk of people in general from the Boondocks, kind of get scooped up from the Friday cast. Mm-hmm. Like uh, John Witherspoon, right? That's Granddad, yeah. <laughs> new shoes, yeah. new shoes. <laughs> yeah, uh, John Witherspoon definitely has a voice that's just like, it's very fun. It's a very fun. Can you believe that man is like over eighty years old? Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty. I, I think he's like either seventy or like eighty something. And I'm like, dude. Good on him. <laughs> Doing it. Yeah. But I want. I can't recall if that's the only, uh, voice acting role that he's had, and it's mostly been screen acting. Stuff. In Boondocks. Yeah. Uh, for John. Yeah, for John. Yeah. No, he's definitely. He's definitely done other. I can't off the top of my head because Granddad is like such an iconic. It's the I, one I, that I, you go to. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just like I feel like I didn't really recognize. I mean, sorry, John Witherspoon. I didn't recognize John Witherspoon until he played Granddad, and then I'd be watching something and he'd be acting on it screen wise and. He'd mm. talk, and I'd be like, "Wait, that's Granddad." <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, it was the it was like the reverse. Mm. I saw him in Friday and all that stuff first. Mm-hmm. So then, when Boondocks came out, I was like, "Oh, it's, it's the dad from Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, did I? Nope, I didn't write anything on my notes. I think Granddad's the only thing I have in my notes. <laughs> but I feel like he's done other things because I he definitely has a voice where I'm like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> it's that guy." Speaking of grandpas, Mr. James Earl Jones. Oh, okay, okay. Another case where a screen actor. Yeah, I think. And I think he also he did a lot of theater, did he's, he? He's he's mostly theater. Yeah. yeah. Like, or I I won't say mostly, but 
Well, I say, I don't know. Like I feel like he a good did a chunk lot. Of yeah, theater. I feel like a lot of his acting work is theater, and then it's like, all right, screen, and then he's known for like two voices, very well known for two voices. Gee, I wonder what two voices Mr. Jones is known for. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Christopher Robin. <laughs> Christopher Robin. Don't forget me. <laughs> Everything the light touches is honey. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the light. <laughs> well, James Earl Jones, would you get? <laughs> the, uh, the prophecy foretold that I would be here. Oh, James Earl Jones. You have forgotten who you are. Mm. So forgotten me. <laughs> Look inside yourself, women. You are more than what you have become. I will, James Earl Jones, I will. You must take your place in the great circle of cartoons. <laughs> Remember who you are. <laughs> Sorry. So, James Earl Jones is notable in voice acting for Mufasa from Lion King. And as Darth Vader in Star Wars. And I think those are, like, I mean, Star Wars is not animated at all. It's not. <laughs> I mean, there's animated I guess the, Star Wars yeah, spin-offs. <laughs> but... I'm sure he, he maybe plays maybe he plays something in a spin-off or what the heck. Clearly, like a we know a lot of Star Wars knowledge. <laughs> We're the the most Star Wars-y people you, you're, you're ever going to meet. But, yeah, uh, as you were talking about before, he is definitely one of those examples where, it's like, he he's done so much more uh screen and stage acting but he's very well known for his voice Mm -hmm. and recognized as like the voice of Mufasa Simba's dad in Lion King Mm -hmm. he's also done another animated role that sort of sticks with me growing up um and I didn't really even realize it was him until I get until I got older and he played um Martin Luther King Jr.'s father in Our Friend Martin. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> so another kind of leader, father type figure. <laughs> oh, snap. Wait, was... I think Phil Lamar was also in Our Friend Martin. He might have been. Maybe. No. Or maybe I'm thinking of LeVar Burton. Yeah, I think LeVar Burton... Was in our friend Martin. He was he was Martin. Yeah, Lavar Burton was also in our friend Martin. Yes, Lavar Burton also reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow, <laughs> super known for reading wa- Rainbow. Uh, reading Wayman. Reading Wayman. <laughs> That's what it sounded like you were to say. He also was the voice of. Is it is it pronounced Kwame? Kwame? I'm not sure actually. I don't how to pronounce his name, but Captain from... Planet. I haven't seen in such a long time since I was a kid. Hey, they were, uh, they, what do you call it, cameoed in OKKO. They did cameo in OKKO. They came back to voice Kwame. (laughs) Crossovers Uh, you never thought you'd see. Yeah, right? Definitely on that list. But yeah, um, LeVar Burton, I think, wait, what else has he done? I think that's like the I know another role he's done, but it's not uh, animation. Well, what's the role? I mean, he's definitely had a lot of roles that are like very important. Like, yeah, like in Star Trek and in uh, Roots, he played. I was about Kunta to say Kunta Kinte and Roots. Yeah, he played Kunta Kinte and Roots. That was the main thing that sticks out in my mind more mm-hmm. so than Star Trek to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, portrayed 
uh, acted characters that are very iconic and important. And also, he, I mean, Reading Rainbow, he's hosting Reading Rainbow, which is like super important. Yeah, getting kids to read. He also has this podcast that's out now uh, called LeVar Burton Reads. And basically oh. he just picks um, his favorite short story and reads it. It's basically just him reading. I bet that'd be and it's, it's be, pretty like, really awesome. Chill and like relaxing. It's awesome too because you know he's an actor, so he like he's it's very chill and relaxing. And he's an actor, so like he acts out the characters that that are saying things in dialogue. Um, so it's yeah, go check out Lamar Burton reads. You should also check out Uncle Phil, who's the shredder. Oh, <laughs> wait, um, that's James Dave, Avery. Avery. Rest, Rest in, in power. Peace. Oh. Rest in power. Rest in power. <laughs> Rest in power, James Avery. James Avery, right? James Avery. Okay, I just remembered Avery. <laughs> the Avery part of his name. So I was like, it's James, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncle yeah. Phil. Uncle Phil. I never knew he was the Shredder, to be honest, because Ninja Turtles is sort of out of my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So when I discovered that, I was like, oh, hey. Well, cool. he, he was the 80s Shredder. 80s Shredder. The more up to date Shredder. It's Kevin Michael Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Michael Richardson. He's everywhere. He is everywhere. Like literally. You've heard his voice. You've heard that man's voice. It's it's crazy. Like his, I really like his Joker. Mm-hmm. In, In the, the Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> this is a giggly episode. <laughs> the Batman is pretty good. I remember liking the Batman. Yeah. I have to go back and watch it to see if, yeah, <laughs> I see if actually if it was actually good. Cause like I I like the Lunatics Unleashed, so obviously. And then you rewatched I, it and you're like, oh. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is not the best. It had potential. It definitely had potential. <laughs> um, yeah, Kevin I mean, not Michael, to knock on oh. Lunatics Unleashed. <laughs> there, there, you can. It's okay to like things and acknowledge that it has problems. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Mr. Uh, Richardson, he's 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 everywhere. Yes. He's um uh what's his name Jumba, in Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I think. Wait. No, Gantu. Yeah, Gantu. I was gonna say. I was not Jumba. Say, he's, I was like, he also plays Gantu in Lilo and Stitch. I, like, I, wow! I, I didn't a- know he played Jumba. I got the aliens confused. Sorry, I got <laughs> Wait, their names mixed Ju- up. Now I want to know who plays Jumba. Um, should have probably checked that out. Not sure. Well, this is in the Lilo and Stitch podcast, so we don't, need, we don't need to look that up. But yeah, he's the Joker. He's Gantu. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, Cleveland Junior. He's, Cle- he's Cleveland <laughs> Junior. He's Cleveland Junior. <laughs> He's um oh geez, this is on the tip of my tongue. He's Static's dad. Oh yes, yeah, Static's dad. Static shock. Static's dad. <laughs> uh yeah, he's just has a he has a multifaceted voice. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those flexible voices. So he, he plays he villains will play, a chunk of time too. Yeah, villains. He'll play like just various like denizen. Miscellaneous characters that are like in the background, and mm-hmm. like you've definitely probably heard his voice. Yeah, yeah. On the note of villains, though, Mr. Keith David. Keith David, <laughs> yes. All right, back. To but Keith he can David. also be a hero. He could be a gargoyle. <laughs> he could be a gargoyle. <laughs> he, <laughs> he doesn't be... always have to be a shadow man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Keith. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love how all over the place we are. But this is great. I feel like we're just like talking about these actors and like talking about what they've done and reminiscing on stories. That is awesome. But yeah, Keith David in Gargoyles, he plays Goliath, right? Mm-hmm. He's Goliath. The main gargoyle. The main gargoyle. And then he plays Dr. Dr. Facilier, Shadowman. In Princess and the Frog. Yes. And he's also, he's like the assistant to the president in Saints Row. Oh. And I I don't know which Saints Row it is though. It's a it's a game, right? It's like a, I'm no I'm it's like a recent one is what I mean. Like which because there's oh. multiple of them. They're mm. like Grand Theft Auto but more off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I feel like I could have researched it a little bit more. But I mean, I know we're talking about game or we're not game but animation, but like game voice actors would have been cool to look into. Well, but I that's mean, a side note, I guess. Well, there are some voice actors who do animation that also do video games, like D- like Dave Fenoy as well. Mm. Um, correct me Fenway. if I... Yeah, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but he's uh, Nick Fury in Ultimate Spider-Man, but at least in my case, I know him more so as Lee Everett in The Walking, the Walking Dead, the game by Telltale. Mm-hmm. That company's gone. Yep. Yeah. But Lee Everett is a very good character and everybody needs to play walking dead the game if they can i think a company grabbed the rights to the game and is oh. making it still available mm-hmm. i think mm. that's what i heard through the grapevine and i hope it's true <laughs> i played it once and it was fun yeah yeah uh, this this long pause reminded me that Phil Lamar played Hermes Conrad in Futurama. Oh, geez. I don't know why that. I don't know why this like just the sh- uh, short stop. Back, I was like, back oh, yeah. to Phil Lamar. <laughs> Not to like jump back and forth all over the place because it's like I feel back like we have <laughs> Samurai Jack. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. Who else? No. Wait. No. I got one. I got one. I got you got one. one. You got yeah, one. Yeah, who you yeah, got? Yeah. Who you got? I'm trying because I'm trying to like think of these off the top of my head and without looking on my notes. <laughs> no. Dang it. There's Gary Anthony Williams. There we go. Oof. Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> I. White man smell like lemon <laughs> pledge cleaner. So good. Gary Anthony Williams, <laughs> when'd you get here? I'm just here to talk <laughs> about how much I love the white man. <laughs> oh, no. get and how y'all need to get out of here <laughs> so I can throw a brick at Dr. King <laughs> with his monkey-looking self. Oh, my gosh. Uh, now, if you excuse me, I'm going to go over here and walk this white man's dog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, classic Uncle Ruck is <laughs> from the Boondocks. Hey, what happened? Hey, what? I, I came back. Where'd you go? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> you missed it. Uncle Ruckus is here. He's oh, crazy. man. <laughs> Actual, factual, animated Uncle Ruckus? Yeah, he was here. <laughs> and he was making very racist remarks <laughs> about how I was lazy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I really... I really love Gary, Gary Anthony. I keep, sorry, I keep almost saying Kevin Michael Richardson because they have kind of a similar like pattern to their name. So, 
scary Anthony Williams. Mm -hmm. Whew. I like his voice because it's such a wacky, like, like he has this, I mean, Uncle Ruckus isn't his only voice, but I feel like it's a favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Like, I sometimes hear him on other podcasts as well. Um, Mostly I've heard him on uh, this podcast uh, from Paula Tompkins' uh, Spontaneous Nation. Mm -hmm. He, like, do improv on that podcast. And, like, his go-to voice would be the Uncle ruckus type voice. Oh, man. <laughs> and I just love hearing... It's just... He does it so well. <laughs> it's such a nice, flowing voice. Honestly, I mean, that's how I kind of feel about Cree Summer. Like, I love hearing her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you immediately know it's her. But there's also, like, a, just a nice familiarity to it, I mm-hmm. guess. And I kind of, like, take joy knowing that, like, oh, yeah, she's playing like this uh black female character or she's just playing like this strong character in general that's or just a character i don't know i just like hearing her voice and things because it's like oh she's here <laughs> oh yeah you guys should check out uh Cree summers is uh is it called the lp album <laughs> she has a musical i think so <laughs> she has an album i didn't know she have had an album until like pretty recently mm-hmm. um i think it came out in like i mean it definitely came out in the 2000s um i forget what year 2000 um, but she has some pretty good songs on that album, and she's a good singer, so, I mean, she's got an awesome voice. Another voice actor that's pretty iconic? It's me. It me. It me. <laughs> Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Rest in power. Who's... Chef. Yeah, chef. So. Current people. Let's talk, yeah, because we've kind of been talking about people, like, that have been in the game for a number of years now so they they're like really big iconic people but like uh they're they're actors and performers um that are doing cartoons now and are voicing a lot of uh mm-hmm. cartoons now and some of the people we mentioned they're still active in the game but mm-hmm. we kind of want to highlight some of like new and upcoming and people who are becoming iconic in like recent years mm-hmm. yeah and if we, I mean, I feel, I guess this goes for the entire episode. If we miss people, we're not trying to, like, throw shade at anyone. Yeah. These are just people that we're kind of, like, remembering off the top of our heads. And we yeah. don't know every single uh, character in ever existence. So I just want to say that yeah. <laughs> as we continue on to this part. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody would take ill will that way, but you're right. Yeah, for the, those the that would be like, <laughs> you missed this person. It's more so just for us to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, why don't you start off? Well, there's Mr. Zeno Robinson. Oh, snap. Who's that? Sorry. Remy. Oh, yeah. Little boy Remy. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And Disney Channel. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Yeah, in um, Big City Greens? Big City Greens. Big City Greens. BCG. BCG. Little boy. Remy's his little good friend yeah he's a tiny little boy with glasses and mm-hmm. he's a really good best friend to cricket yeah but you can also hear Zeno in various video games and he's also like in craig of the creek as well craig of the creek a couple characters. yeah awesome speaking of craig in the creek craig in the creek i mean craig is in the creek <laughs> philip solomon <laughs> Who that? He's the voice of Craig. Oh my god! Title character of Craig of the Creek. I thought he was the Creek. 
He he the, also the does cre- play the, the the creek is sentient. <laughs> and Shamik Moore, who, who was recently Morales. yeah Miles Morales, um, and he I can't I he I can't remember exactly where he made a start, but I remember he was in a sketch show, uh, on Cartoon Network, like when Cartoon Network had a sketch show. I forget what it was called. Uh, it, it was like Nick Cannon. Dude, it was, what would no? No, it was during the live. It was definitely during the live action phase. But um, I think Nick Cannon was. It was kind of like an all that type show, and Nick Cannon was it the Mad? Was it Mad? It wasn't Mad. Because the only because that I'm... was a cartoon show. Oh, Unless you're talking about Mad TV, which was a '90s to 2000s. No, I'm talking about show. the. The Mad But For Kids one that came about during that era. Oh. Didn't they have live that. action bits, I thought? Maybe. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mad the Mad in that era was just cartoons. I don't think they had live action bits. But um, anyway, he was, I, I don't know where he got his start, but I remember him being there. And he was also in a uh, film, this is all live action, hmm. um, Dope in 2015. Oh, yeah. He played the lead role in that. Um, and I can't remember what else, but he's definitely, like, he's definitely got a voice. He's got good vocal performance. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe he, uh, did a lot of the vocal work for Dope. Like, vocal work as in, like, musical, um, performance. But, uh, uh correct me if I'm wrong. But, uh, yeah, he's Miles Morales in Into the Spider-Verse. And... There's also Kimberly Brooks. Her, she's done stuff kind of further back but one of her like more notable roles that people will know her for would be a uh, jasper in steven universe oh yeah oh yeah jasper keep <laughs> doing that <laughs> jasper but not just jasper um most recently as bumblebee in dc superhero girls the oh. lord lauren faust like reboot of the original shorts yeah. Which is kind of also her Super Friends Forever shorts that she did a long time ago in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can hear Kimberly in DC Superhero Girls and Steven Universe. She's also done a lot of like video game things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Alora and Voltron. Oh, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think definitely have to mention Estelle since we just talked about Steven Universe. I don't know a lot about it. Wait, hold on. Should I, should I go Google ahead and stuff? try to hit me if you're able? Could you see that my relationship's stable? Beautiful. Since we're talking about Jasper. <laughs> Jasper! <laughs> Every time! Uh, well, Estelle's a musician. Yes. And this is a very, very interesting case because originally right. we talked about... Um, screen and stage actors who do voice acting work or vice versa Mm -hmm. but we didn't mention musicians doing voice acting work and in this case estelle is a music artist right uh by originally and by trade but um there was an event here in los angeles uh called the black women animate boot camp and estelle talked about how well she was a guest she was a special guest there and black women animate boot camp was basically just um, a big gathering for black women in animation or trying to get into animation. People who weren't black and weren't women could go, of course, hmm. but the focus was more so on like women of color, like in the diversity of animation. But Estelle is a special guest, and she spoke about how she got the role for 
for Garnet and she was seeking it out. It wasn't that they came to her. She, her, she wanted her agents to find her voice acting work because she had always been interested in doing it and thought it would be really fun. Mm-hmm. And when Steven Universe came about, she was super, super down for it and was just so like, she she wanted it. And that's just really amazing and interesting because you always hear about an agent being like, all right, I got this role for you. Do you want to do it because of this reason? But no, she she wanted to voice act. She wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So many great voice actors, and there's so much more that we can mention, but... This podcast would be five hours. This podcast would be 24 hours. One million dollars an hour. Yeah. Yeah, with all the, like, research into all the different actors and trying to find all the different shows, these are kind of... We're just... We're brushing against the surface of voice actors, but... I think it's it's fun to mention like those that we do remember and hopefully you remember too and or if you don't remember can go back and listen to it and be like oh man these are really cool the voices are oh hey I did hear this voice on something else you know and maybe those that want to get into voice acting can look some of the roles that these people have done and just kind of get inspired and maybe use that as a catalyst for seeking out the information that you need to jump into that voice acting career because I mean like like any career, it's a tough road, but it's something that if you're really passionate about, you can do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And oh, man, I we're definitely winding down. Winding down. Yeah. So, uh, if there are any voice actors that pop into your head that you're kind of like, hey, it would have been cool if they mentioned us, you should like tweet at us or email us. Yeah. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, let us know uh, who we missed because I, I mean, I know there's so many. There's so many, and we didn't even touch upon the world of anime. There, yeah. um, the one guy that comes to my mind is Bo Billingsley. I can never pronounce his last name, mm-hmm. but he's the voice of Jet and Cowboy Bebop. Um, he plays like various kind of grunt villains and other like kind of villains in different anime series that from like the early two thousands and late to mid 90s so he's more kind of back there mm-hmm. i think he's done a couple of recent roles and he's also been like roni kenshin and things like that but mm-hmm. as far as anime voice actors who are black i can't really think of anyone besides him but there's gotta be more you know yeah there's definitely there has to be more there's especially with the amount of black people that love anime yeah. <laughs> <Especially>. <laughs> There's got to be some some people that are like, hey, I love this so much, I want to just do this. And maybe we'll have a, you know, part two to this kind of voice actor discussion where we get your feedback and get to talk about more people that you guys might send us. Or mm-hmm. we'll have voice actors on here to chat with. Yeah, that would Never be know. amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, last second uh, entries, <laughs> Kyle Massey, uh, Kyla Pratt, and uh, Orlando Brown. All Disney. <laughs> actors but also have voice acted things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sticky come back <laughs> oh dejeuner <laughs> oh my god <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast everyone to keep up with us follow us on twitter and instagram at black and animated and be sure to listen for more episodes on black and and on itunes The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later.